0: But we don't take no, we don't take it can't be done, we don't take it's over budget, we take what's the solution.
1: Take it out Get
2: to what's the solution. Matter of fact, you have to take the solution, because people don't think like that. But this right here, this right here, this second, right now, this is the start. So let's go the fuck up. Yeah, let's go.
0: hopefully we get this done man maybe not but if not it's all it's all a good time um
2: not your notes saying big mama
0: that's what you call yourself okay but i got that's what you call yourself okay you mad because i'm going by what you say can i can i can i intro this please Sorry. If you haven't heard, we have <laughs> one of the most inspirational it, I, people I that it. I've seen, most promising people of today. She has been able to bless us here today on the to Keep It Uplifting podcast. Take it, I, where it. I we I show it. and prove that the change and growth that you seek is possible. Randy Pratt, say hello to the listeners.
2: Hello, listeners. <laughs> How y'all doing?
0: So this is take five.
2: <laughs> yes, we don't take five.
0: No, but uh what do you have to say about that?
2: I think growing up seeing my parents not have it showed me the sacrifices that they made. I mean, now that I'm older, I see that the things that they did, they did the best that they could with what they had available to them. And mm-hmm. they didn't, you know, they didn't have opportunities to, to keep climbing. They had kids, they had responsibilities and they only made but so much and had to make that work. <clears throat> but I mean within that, right? I saw my mother hold us down for years. Wow. Right? And I was like, okay, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be that and then more. Um so I mean, once I once I got out of high school, right? I got a job in sales and I was just like I see what all these other people have. I know that people not like there are things that people go through to get it. What do I got to do to get there? And from that moment on, I just continued to surround myself with people that had what I wanted and continue to dream and hope. Right. Uh-huh. But behind that, like my execution became much more precise.
0: Do you think that came from your sales background?
2: I think so. I think it came from my sales background. Um, I also think just just naturally, I'm a go-getter. Like, I, I naturally want to be successful. I naturally want to just provide for my family, build generational wealth, and help others around me, you know, thrive.
0: It's funny that you say generational wealth because I don't believe in that. Really? Yes. I don't believe that the generations behind you will know what to do with what you gave them.
2: Yeah. I think, so, yeah. I,
0: so generational wealth means that it'll last generations, right? At most, and you know this, gen wealth, riches, last one or two generations, and it fizzles out.
2: I think it's all about the education. Um, what you teach your kids, the way that you talk to your kids, the things that you instill in them, you know, as they grow up, that generational wealth is like, you know, Caucasian families are doing this from the day their kids are born. They're setting their kids up to be successful in life and they're teaching them the practices that they need to get to the next level. They're giving them the opportunities because they have the generational wealth from before them to then create those opportunities. I grew up in a place where, I mean, my my parents, like I told you, did the best they could, but if I were to grow up in an environment where I had like no restrictions on financial, no, no restrictions on the opportunities I could take, like being in the best school systems, doing whatever, right. I'm on a level playing field. And now it's much more easier to continue building. Right. If I can build this, this, um, you know, vehicle of wealth for the next generations and train them how to use it, how to build credit, how to do these things, how I did it and how you could potentially do it without, you know, putting my hand on the scale and guiding where they go, they got to ultimately make their own decisions. Right. But being able to provide that is what I want to do.
0: Right. I mean, the blueprint is there. The blueprint is on social media. The blueprint is in libraries before we had the internet. Right. (laughs) Yeah. And it still wasn't happening. Right. Yeah. And to, counter your point a little bit about you know teaching your kids and instilling things in your kids maybe work ethic was instilled in you but the things that you have learned to build this vehicle of wealth has come from your interactions with people outside of your home right and yeah. you had both parents at home correct
2: yeah that's true i think um i just i i stay a lifetime learner right i learned from my friends i learned from family members I learned from my coworkers. I'm constantly asking questions. I mean, I'll call the bank up and ask them a question in a heartbeat, Right. right? Being resourceful, knowing how to find answers in the face of whatever challenges you might have is the thing that has, for me, set me apart from the people that are my age.
0: So maybe it's the confidence. Where do you think that confidence stems from?
2: I think for me I have friends that are older than me that are doing the same things that I'm doing and I know that the strategies that I'm talking about the things that I want are in alignment with that uh-huh. right and when I when I'm surrounded by people who are validating these thought processes these strategies are like huh that might work right I start to I start to learn how to do these things and it starts to make sense I think that confidence comes over time but once you learn how to do something, you become an expert at it. Right. Right. And as long as you're passionate about the things that you're learning, you become an expert in it.
0: All right. But you're you're doing well financially. But for the people who you, and you say you didn't start off that way, but you are working somewhere where you make a good salary. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Right. So what what do you say to the person who works at the post office and they make decent money, but yeah. they don't make. The money that you make and they're like, yeah, I I wish I could, but I I don't have two nickels to rub together.
2: That's absolutely fair. I was there. Right. I mean, we talked about this, but James, you were the one that signed me up for my A plus class when I was at a dead end sales job. I didn't want to be in sales at all. I didn't know what to do next. I wanted to get in IT, but I was scared. And you literally signed me up for that class. I went, got my A plus, and got a got a job in IT, right?
0: Making a bunch of money, right?
2: No, absolutely not. <laughs> it was like $15 an hour okay. doing desktop support, but I got an opportunity. Mm. Right. And that spawned a, a relationship with a mentor that gave me that job. And he has since moved on. And and we keep in contact, right? And you start to develop these friendships over time. And those people are the ones that can put you in rooms mm. like two, three years down the road, right? Planning those is what I did, you know, I got that desktop support job, pivoted over to Geico, did, you know, did land support, got so good at it, got bumped up to a systems engineer role because somebody spoke my name in a room where I wasn't at. Mm. And they said, oh, well, Brandy's about to finish up her undergrad. You know, maybe you should look at bringing her onto your team. It's all about the connections that you make that give you those opportunities. Um, and it's all about the people that you know that will speak your name in those rooms.
0: But I don't have my undergrad. Okay. I don't have
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> right? you want me I don't to dig I don't in. have
0: the certs, you know? Right.
2: So let me dig in, right? Because I I executed an eight-year play. I mean, it was not simple to get here. Mm. This was eight years. <laughs> it was eight years james i was 20 when i started my a plus and i i think it was may of 2017 when i got my first it job Uh and i hustled from that moment on to continue to put myself in the next position to get to the next spot i i didn't start my undergrad until i was at that job i worked there for six months i hated it I made 15 bucks an hour. I was driving to DC from Woodbridge every single day, sitting in traffic, going to Howard University, right I was still paying rent at my parents' house. I was coming out at zero every two weeks mm. and I had to figure out a way to make it and I mean when you when you're faced with challenges like that, right either you you make it or you break right I was like, look, I'm gonna go to school. I found the cheapest school online. That would allow me to do pass or fail classes to get to my degree as cheaply as possible. Right. Right. Efficiency. I got my undergrad in two years because I sat in front of my laptop and hustled for two years straight. I got an undergrad in cloud computing. I knew from the jump that I needed to go into a high paying field to make enough money to fund my passion. No
0: basket weaving degree, right?
2: No basket weaving degree. <laughs> Right. The degree I got was a degree that was going to pay me the money I needed to make to leverage that to put into my business. I always knew it. So I needed to maximize my W-2 money from day one. That's your first business partner always. Oh. And I think that a lot of people get tripped up where it's like, you know, they're working at dead end jobs or they're working at jobs where there is a cap on how much you can make because the job is not a, it's not specialized. Right. Um, And. If you go back to school, go get an IT degree, right? Like, we we know that there are resources out here that you can use for free to get into IT, right? Did you
0: stop at undergrad?
2: No, I didn't. Why not? I got my undergrad degree so I could be more marketable.
0: Okay.
2: When I did that, I got put on at my current employer. And I went back to get my MBA in IT management because I was bored. Oof. It was COVID. Right. And I'm like, eh. I was a support engineer at my current job. I was like, I'm tired of working tickets. I don't want to do that. I want to be high level. I want to start. I want people to pay me for my opinions because I know like my opinion is sound. Right. And I want a job that reflects that. So I pivoted into a technical account management role. Right. Right. And now enterprise organizations Bring me in to advise them. Right. It's also
0: a bigger bag too, right?
2: Bigger bag, bigger impact, bigger scope. Uh. I'm influencing healthcare systems, hospital systems, their IT strategy, the way that they migrate into the cloud. What they do, how they operate those workloads, how they cloud financial management of those workloads. I'm the person that they come to for help with that. Uh. And I enable them. And through that, I learned exactly how to run a business. You have to be efficient to run in the cloud you have to know how to spend your money to save it somewhere else to invest it to you know drive revenue and sales for your business and you know over the last eight months six months I have learned even more that has positioned me to where I am today so I'll go back to what you said right I'm not in a financial position that is uh, (laughs) like it ain't easy right I'm going to be very honest with you. I just got off of being at zero, like scraping up every penny, right. right, To get the next investment off the books. Right. That takes dedication. People are not comfortable with being like uncomfortable like that. Right. Right. And then to roll into paying your bills the next month, you got to figure out how to make it. But you get to a point where taking risks like are, I mean, everybody takes risks. Right. The thing that separates me from other people is that the risk I be taking, most people not going to take it. <laughs> like,
0: yeah, but I think you also built leverage, right? Yeah. You've positioned yourself in so many ways to where the risks that you take are as calculated as they could potentially be, yeah. right? Because there's risk in not doing anything and there's risk in doing something and you just chose to, as much as much as possible, be sound in your decisions, right? But you're still making it sound too simple, yeah. Right? I know that you were making more money before you went to Howard, right? Mm-hmm. So you had to, you you luckily had to go back home, right? You were yeah. able to go back home, and like you said, you were paying rent there. I was. And. <laughs>
2: Bro, and it wasn't cheap. Right. I was paying twice as much as what my brother was paying in rent, bro. And I'm I'm I like I was I was making 16 bucks an hour.
0: So how did you I mean, how did you see through it because I can only imagine the pain of I mean, you were on your own. You were making way more money. And yes, you knew what the future held for you, but how how did you make that like what really yeah. sparked that Move for you.
2: It was the fact that I was broke that made me want to. You know, are we at seven minutes? <laughs>
0: We're good. Go ahead. It was
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah. I could be my authentic self now because <laughs> it's one thing to be yourself. And Go it's ahead. One thing to be Go yourself. ahead. Let it flow. I was broke. I was broke as shit, <laughs> and I had moved back into my mama house. And I said, you know what? I got to get this degree. I got to get this money. I got to buy a house. I'm ready to. I'm ready to do it. And luckily, my mother gave me that opportunity to come back home. I was still paying rent, so I had to make it work. Right? I mean, I had to budget. I was buying groceries, $50 in groceries. My grocery bill was $50 because that's all I had. Mm. And I would be so pissed when my parents would eat my bananas and my strawberries because I wouldn't have enough money at the end of the week to buy what I needed. And they would be mad at me because they're like, you living at home, you're not contributing to the home, but... What they didn't see was behind my door, when I was, you know, the room I was in, behind that door, I was hustling day and night, finishing papers, taking tests, exams, every single week, I was testing out. And we both went to WGU, yeah. so you know how yes, it goes. Yes, I do. The faster you work, yes, the the quicker you get out, right. and the quicker you get and your I degree.
0: Dra- I was dragging ass. <laughs> I was dragging right? ass. And I said, You look, got that joint like six weeks, it felt like, I bro, don't know, you said two years, it looked like you got- You had, I remember you passing like 12 classes in six weeks.
2: I took, yeah,
0: I did. (laughs) And you had like four certs.
2: I had like four certs. Yeah,
0: four. It was something crazy. You did it in six weeks. And I, I don't know if I could. And that's what I'm saying. Like what? Yeah. Yes, people have a desire. Yes, people want things. But what is it about you that if you could give somebody a bit of advice on how to maybe do it your way, right? You mm-hmm. said you had a budget. You've always been really good at budgeting. You've always been big on credit yeah. too, but why? What, what, what makes you zero in on these yeah. two things, these three things, these four things, like give me some type of strategy here.
2: Yeah. Um. At the end of the day, the better credit that you have, the more you can, the more you can buy. Like if my credit is X and it's good, I know like it's a green card wherever I go. Uh. Like it's always good, accepted. So at any point, if I ever fall into like a financial hole, I know I can hold myself Uh. if I need to, right? Being able, like having good credit sets you apart from people who don't have good credit, but it also puts you in position to do things very easily. Okay. Like credit unions don't really be checking you too difficultly, you know, or too too hard when you got good credit off the bat. Right. Now they're gonna charge you more if you got bad credit, right? So if your barrier to entry is to fix your credit, why don't you do it? If you say you wanna be here, you wanna do these things, what do you have to do to work backwards from that to make that to make that happen. Right. I always knew I needed money to invest in real estate. I needed a stable job to be able to leverage to get the loans that I needed for my mortgages. I needed to have good credit so I could do the repairs on credit, write it off at the end of the year if I needed to. Or you know, pay it off throughout the year after I start to make some money after I flip a house, right? If If all you need is to make more money, then you need to do what you need to do to go make some more money. And if that means you got to go back to school to get a job that puts you in position to to get you know at a company that pays you what you need to make,
0: right? Then you need to do it. But you're also fearless, right? Yeah. The one thing that is a big a big uh a big obstacle for black people in corporate America is going out and volunteering and being amongst these groups to where, like you said, people can speak your name in rooms that you are not in. You seem to be very, very fearless about you mentioned calling the bank. You mentioned having mentors, uh, pride, some somewhere along the way gets Mm -hmm. in front of all of that for many people. Yeah. Why don't you have that? (laughs) Or why are you so, uh, I can't think of a word. I can't think yeah. of
2: a word. Yeah, <laughs> I, I understand what you're asking, right? I yeah. mean, for me, I want to know mm. because I want it. I want it for myself. I want to be here. I knew what the plan was from the jump, right? So I needed to know what I needed to know to get there. Everything has requirements, whether it is getting alone, um, you know. I don't know, buying a house, buying a car. You gotta know what you need to qualify to get these things. So why not go seek out that information? Why not ask? I think a lot of people have, you know, like you said, it's <laughs> I ain't, I ain't ashamed of nothing. I'ma ask. How you make that much money? How much money you make?
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean I when mean, we're kids, do. I feel like we we don't we don't have that. Right. Like that's, there's nothing in the way, but as we grow older, it it seems like there's a, we call it respect, but really it's.
2: People say like, oh, you're not supposed to talk about finances. You're not supposed to tell people what you do. It's like, why, why, Mm. why? Because your parents told you that or because like, you've always heard that you, you've, you've been in situations where, you know, people know your business and they reaching out to you for things. I get it. But We sit around and we talk about sports for hours. We sit around and we gossip for hours. We sit around, we argue with each other on the internet. You can't sit around and talk about business. Y'all can't sit around and talk about ways to make money. People don't want to do that. I've experienced it firsthand. And I mean, I understand it, but at the same time, I don't. Because I'm always looking to put my people in better positions what like by any means like if I learn something and I can share it with you like I'm gonna let you know and anybody that that knows me comes in contact with me it doesn't matter if it's real estate or being in IT whatever it is if right. I can help you I'm gonna do it right like
0: do you ever get frustrated when you try to help someone and they won't put in the work like they yeah. they damn near want you to carry them the whole way there yeah
2: so uh <laughs> I'll tell you a story right um, it's so frustrating. But I remember I was going back and forth with my tax lady because she had told me a strategy and I was doing my taxes by hand because I'm very much analytical like that. Like uh I, I wrote out my taxes, I knew exactly how much I was gonna owe. <laughs> but I had called her and I was like, Look, you know, the strategy that you gave me, the numbers don't match. Uh-huh. So, like, how am I actually like how are we calculating these taxes? Cause I needed to know. Um, and she got to a point on that phone call where she said I can't help you. I can no longer help you. And I I knew immediately what what that meant. She was fed up and that was her boundary. Mm. And that was her saying, I am giving you the tools that you need to be successful. If you don't trust what I'm saying to you, right, then I cannot help you. Mm. Right? So I I look at it like that. That's powerful. I mean, it hurt. She fired me. I lost that tax lady, and she was, she was the one that really, really <laughs> was putting me on game. Right, I had to go get a new one. I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm creative. Right. She was creative, right? But she fired me. But you know, lesson learned, right? And from that, I learned how to deal with other people. Like when people stressing you out, they keep coming to you with issues. You know, right. you got a friend that, you know, yeah, I know what you're saying. Going back and forth with people, no, why like, oh, we got to do that.
0: Oh man, it's a boundary. Yeah, <laughs> if you don't trust me, right? I'm giving you the tools. You mm-hmm. came to me for X, Y, or Z. Yeah, and you don't want to. <laughs> you don't want to take these steps. I don't know what else to do tax. for you. Uh, okay.
2: And the same thing in business, you know, um, like my 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 new tax guy, <laughs> because the old lady, like she was putting me on games. She wasn't charging me for nothing. Uh, my new one, no, four hundred dollars an hour. Uh. Pay me. For my opinions. Right. And I'm at that place in my life where I'm like, I don't, I don't really have a lot of time to be out here holding people's hands. Mm-hmm. Like if I know a gym, I'm a drop it and you, you can apply yeah. it. Yeah. And I'm getting to a point where you can't tell everybody the gym because right. they don't get it. Right. Right. So you got to build circles with friends that get it.
0: Well, let's, let's, let's take a step away from the business. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. You are now in a position where you're a successful woman you're a successful black woman, and the dating market doesn't seem to it's abysmal <laughs> Murky okay it? for like it doesn't it doesn't seem to benefit you do you ever uh shy away from telling people? about your finances or the fact that you own so much real estate or that you just run your own business for yourself?
2: Sometimes I do. I think um, it depends. It depends on how the relationship itself progresses. Uh I'm definitely not saying it off bat. right? Um, But I mean, I have made that mistake in the past and I've learned from it. So, no, I don't tell everybody what I do because everybody going to be out here to get you. Uh. Like, you know, a lot of people be out here shaking and moving and they don't even got insurance. So the moment like you you out here, you know, just doing whatever, talking right. about whatever, even being on a podcast, right? Like you don't even got your own business and compliance or like. Yeah, what you need like so i don't i don't do that in relationships but i definitely know that it's a it's a challenge that i face right um but i think for me like like i just want to meet someone that loves me for me and creates a safe environment for me to be vulnerable
1: Mm.
2: because i can never i can never do that in my day-to-day and because i don't have it like i mean i can't cry about it right what am i supposed to do wait for somebody to come my way I gotta keep hustling you just keep it moving and I'm at a point where I'm being intentional right I want this and you know if, if you want this too then we can work it out
0: when does the money become enough
2: the money becomes enough when I can step away from it and put it on autopilot and live my life and be present in my family's life, be present in, in my friend's life and do what I want. Um,
0: truly. (laughs) What is that?
2: I want to, um, I want to buy Southern plantation homes throughout the South and turn them into educational bed and breakfasts. I actually want to renovate, you know, old plantation homes, um, restore them to their, their own his historical, um, I don't know what the word is, right. But restoration, Uh Mm-hmm. Um, and then turning them into just B and Bs and telling a story about what happened on this land. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of times our culture is lost. Like I don't know that much about my history, my culture. And that's something I'm passionate about. I mean, if I was passionate about it, I would know, right? right. But like, I think you know, doing something like that would right. bring so much joy to my life. And if I could just do that without restrictions on finances, then I know that I'm making it and I'm just doing what I want for fun.
0: I've I've had this conversation in so many ways. So I'll just make this question very simple. What is our culture?
2: Yeah, that's a good question. I think there are different levels to it. I think that there is black American culture. And then black people come from Africa or, you know, South America, or whatever. And you have those cultures, too. So for me, I'm not connected to that side of myself. But I think most black people grew up in the, with the same life, to be honest with
0: you. Well, so, you know, uh, I was talking to Dion yesterday and we I was like, this is our country. So we're always seem to be redirected somewhere instead of where we are homegrown. Mm. So do we have culture, which is the culture or do we, are we trying to create a culture outside of that culture? And that's where we start to fizzle off in so many spaces. I don't know.
2: I don't even be worried about
0: it. Well, we all can't be saved and Uh, as candid as I can be, we all can't be saved. That's true. And we keep making it seem like this is some broad stroke that we can just, just swipe over everybody. And it's just not possible. Like all black people can't be saved. It's not supposed, all white people don't get saved. All other ethnicities don't get saved. That's just not how it goes. So when you say our culture I get so passionate about it because what is that?
2: I would just say the history of like whatever the story is that I'm trying to tell.
0: But what if you are the history and it starts with you?
2: Right. I don't know. I, I think I haven't even thought this far. Right. I'm not even thinking this far out. Right.
0: I'm asking.
2: I don't know. <laughs> I'm telling you, I don't know. Like I, oh,
0: and the only reason the, the reason I'm asking these these drilling questions is because you do have a purpose and you are yeah. serving so many people. And you may take time to try to reach back mm-hmm. for people that you don't need to reach back for. They are lost. And that's where they need to be. And for some reason, we pick and choose when we want to reach back, get our lost people uh-huh. and we all need to be connected. And <laughs> I'm not saying that's how it, that I'm not saying that's okay. how it has to be, yeah, yeah, but yeah. you can't save all these niggas, man. I don't know how, how else to say that. Like that some people want to be who they are. They don't want more. They don't want to know how to get more. They don't want to work for yeah. it, but they'll take it from you. Yeah. And then if you don't have it to offer, they won't help you get it back. That's true. So what would you do if you lost it all?
2: Figure it out. Hustle again. I've learned enough strategies to figure this shit out again. Like, you have no choice but to keep moving forward. And, I mean, as simple as it gets, right? Like
0: I feel like there's a lot of pain in that that statement from you.
2: There is. I mean, I have done enough, right? Like I've been through enough, but you have no choice but to keep moving forward. What's the alternative? You kill yourself?
0: Uh some people die. I mean it's legal in some states. Damn. I mean,
2: but like day over day, like you just gotta take this shit one day at a time. Because it's not always gonna come to you. It's not easy. And like I i came on this show i know for a fact like i don't got it all right i don't got it all like i'm not out here flexing i don't
0: you have a lot though
2: i have a lot and i'm making it work right because everything that i have is working for me everything that i have is an asset
0: so what happens when if if it doesn't work anymore Cause you say yeah, keep yeah, going, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Right? But, I got you. But we we talked about it earlier. Like the market changes. Okay. Things happen. Uh assets depreciate, right? Mm-hmm. And if you are let's say you're you have loans out and they call your loan and you don't have that cash flow and you can't go and get it from so and so.
2: Yeah. That makes sense. What do you do? Day over day, like day after day. What I work towards is insulating myself from risks. Mm. Like, I know what the strategies are to make money. I also know that I need to insulate myself from risk. So it's not something that you can do overnight, but there are ways to start moving your assets around to where they're not in your personal name. Okay, Starting to structure your businesses accordingly to start, you know. Consolidating that stuff and start uh, grouping things in certain LLCs so that way if something does happen, they call a loan or it depreciates If I ever got to go bankrupt, the business is going bankrupt, mm. not my personal credit right right um so like at across the board, things are in motion to put myself in a position where even if the market goes down, I'm okay. Even like because when the market goes down, people still need a place to live, right? The way I price houses, I price them on the fact that at the end of the day, if anything happens, there's always a wait list in D.C. of people that need equitable housing. I buy in areas that are are nice areas and give people the opportunity to live in those homes. That was one thing that you told me about your mom that like it always stuck with me. And I think providing equitable spaces for me, like getting started in real estate, like that was rewarding. I mean, being a landlord can be difficult, right? But providing equitable housing to people in need is important and it should always be, you know, something that people should do.
0: You are so helpful to others and you, you pride yourself on being able to hustle and being this person who... If hey push come to shove, I got it. Keep going. Keep grinding. I always say that all the time, too. And you seem to have that type of personality. Right. But. I feel like it comes from a place of nobody's ever really been there for you.
2: Yeah. Like nobody's ever really been there for me. If I fail, there's nobody that's, oh, Brandy, we got you. Like, I have no option here. But to keep moving forward, that's why I keep saying that. Does that hurt? Um, I think it does, right? Like I, I think that's why I do want like uh, a relationship that keeps me grounded. But that's not something that I need to be. You know, that's not something I look forward to, right? I got to do that work on my own to get there.
0: You seem to be skipping over that. I asked you, did it hurt, and you said, yeah, but.
2: Yeah, that shit hurt. <laughs> That's what you want me to say. Yeah, that shit hurt. Like no, I just wanna like I
0: wanna know, like, you know, yeah. have you had instances where you were just like, yo, I wish yeah. somebody. Anybody. Anybody.
2: Yeah, literally last week I was on the phone crying with my girlfriend. Like, I just wish somebody would tell me what to do next. Hmm. I just wish somebody would come in here, look at the way I'm operating, and tell me what to do next. Like I hired a business strategist because I needed help getting the strategies together because I, I, I was thinking in so many different directions. There are so many ways to make money, but what is the strategy that works for me? Right. Like that's important based on my own context. Um. And right. My girlfriend at the time, she was just like, well, you know, like she doesn't know how she can help right. me, right? Because she, she don't got these problems. Right. But in that moment I said to myself, you know what? I'm sitting here trying to, somebody got to tell me what to do next. No, I need to tell myself what the fuck to do next. Uh-huh. And I need to grow up and get the fuck on. Uh-huh. So like this world ain't free. It ain't cheap either. And, and you're not always going to have people that can hold you down and can be there to save you. You got to learn how to save yourself and to insulate yourself from risks.
0: You're so strong. You, you <laughs> 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 And, and, but that strength in a woman's body isn't always (laughs) welcomed have you yeah ran into that in business at work in your personal life
2: um i mean i think the way that i conduct business makes me um like i don't really maybe 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 Uh (coughs) maybe right i i i don't i don't see it because I I push through it. Like I'm so right. matter of fact, I'm so aggressive in business. Right. It don't matter. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter cuz I know my numbers. Right. You're not going to come up in here and tell me what I don't know. Oh, you need to be doing this because I've been doing this for 30 years. I trust that. But I know what I need to make off this deal to make it make sense. Mhm. So, we going to go with that. I don't know. I know what the strategy is. This my money. Right. We are going to go with that. What's in the contract? What's not in the contract? Like I I'm aggressive in that because I have to
0: be, because it's Does a that male burn dominated any bridges for you. No, never.
2: Uh, I, yeah, I lost my tax lady. right. <laughs> <laughs> I love my tax lady. Um, I think that finding people that speak your language uh... is what's important, right? Because I have a mentor. I have a realtor and a mentor that over the course of the last three to four weeks, I've changed my mind at least 10 times mm. about the next house I want to buy. And I know she's tired of me. I know that she's tired of going to look at houses. Every single time I change my mind, it's like, oh, well, this is a different strategy. I could do this. Do, 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 do. What I really need to do is shut the fuck up, sit down, do my numbers and figure out what's the best deal for me and start wasting other people's time.
0: Well, the one thing <laughs> I like about what you're saying is you chose one thing. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, like you said, you, you get really creative, but you're creative about the strategy. Yeah. You're not creative about the vehicle, which is real estate, right? And why did you choose real estate as a vehicle? Well, I I may have asked yeah. that earlier. I'm not sure.
2: I think from, from the time I was 18, I mean, I, I did door-to-door sales. I was knocking on houses. I was going to new construction neighborhoods, talking to homeowners, selling them security systems. Mm. Very basic, right? And I traveled to neighborhoods in Potomac, D.C., Baltimore, I saw architectures that I've never seen in Woodbridge, Virginia. Uh. The history, the the quaintness of these neighborhoods was so beautiful to me. I wanted to own these houses. I wanted to, you know, I wanted to live in these picturesque neighborhoods like these, you know, these rich white people do. And I, I said, you know, I love real estate because of that. I like designing spaces. I like interior design, uh. right? How do I build a business around this? Because I actually didn't want to be a business owner. I wanted, like, like, I didn't want to run a business. I don't care what people think about me. I didn't want a business where I had to sell to people to make money. And that's why I got out of sales. Right. And that's why I went into IT. Right. I don't need to talk to people to make more money. I just need to know how to operate in IT to make more money. <laughs> right, 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 right. Um, but, yeah. I mean, I, I think that's, that's really what got it started. And then becoming a landlord and realizing you got rental money coming in, you know, rental incomes coming in, you paying expenses. This is a business, right? Scale that shit, Mm. figure out how to scale that shit because I don't want to work in it forever. Right. I don't want to do this shit. I don't even like it. Right. (laughs) Right. I want to be in real estate full time and I need to be able to identify the strategies that are going to make me the most money. In real estate, based on what I know. I don't like networking with people. I don't like talking to people. That's why I went in for real estate, because I don't actually got to talk to motherfuckers to buy houses from motherfuckers.
0: Wow, an introvert's plan to wealth.
2: Exactly, right? But I'm (laughs) at a place now where I got to expand. I got to meet people that can help me do the things I'm trying to do, and I'm struggling.
0: Yeah, but your portfolio speaks for you. You just have to not ruin the...
2: Relationships. Yeah, so about relationships, right? <laughs> about relationships.
0: No, because I, I just know being a strong woman, a strong black woman, a successful black woman, uh, my mom has mentioned it many a times. And my peers at you know my job now have mentioned how things can be perceived. So for you to be so aggressive in business, I just... Can't believe that um, it's not off-putting at times. I'm not I saying it, it should be, but I just know if you were a man, there would be nothing but you know this girl for you <laughs> all the time.
2: <laughs> right? Biggest be out here doing the same shit. It's cool when they do. It's probably <laughs> Bro, when I do it. it. The, fuck it? <laughs> the fuck? No. Yeah, I I definitely experience it. Right. Um, Are you happy? No. I'm not happy. I lost my best nigga. Mm. (laughs) You got one you got a tiny violin. You got a tiny violin. We not. (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, I'm not happy though. I mean, I'm happy about what I've accomplished, and I think that's always going to be the case. Like that's always something that women got to deal with. Like if you hustling like this, you always gonna feel like this sometimes. Um, I want nothing more but to have a connection with someone. Why did
0: you lose that relationship?
2: I felt like he was off put by me. Mm. Right. And I, I didn't do a good job with expressing what I liked about him. So he didn't know how he could add value to my life or why I even was interested in him, but he was everything. Mm. He was everything that I wanted, but I couldn't keep it.
0: So where do you go from here?
2: Shit. (laughs) <laughs> that i gotta like i just gotta keep hustling right right because right right at this point like this but is your business thing. won't make
0: you happy it, right your business is fulfilling happiness for others
2: well my business if then, it grows to be enough right right i will be able to do what makes me happy but i'm still alone <laughs> <laughs> I'm still alone. Right. I'm not one of those women that, you know, oh, I got it all. No, I want to be at home with my nigga. Right. I want to be held. I'm a big ass baby. Mm. I want somebody to do nice things for me. Bring me some ramen because a nigga hungry. <laughs> because I sit in front of the computer all day.
1: Right. And, right, I, right. you know,
2: like being taken care of is something I've never had. Right. And that is the most um, valuable thing to me. So when I find someone that makes me feel comfortable, makes me feel safe and can provide that, I mean, that is what I go for. And then, you know, like conversation, we have things in common, you know, we're equally yoked. It does not have to be about finances. It doesn't have to be about business. I don't need them to hustle the way that I do.
0: Right. But if he says, hey, babe, you don't have to go make that deal or Mm -hmm. can you step away from the computer today and just show me some love? Absolutely. I'm with it. I just know as, uh, (laughs) as someone who's very dedicated to what he's doing and had to be to get to anywhere I've gotten to, those are some of the most frustrating times when the person that you care about wants that type of attention because they do it at the most inopportune moments. So I'm not talking ideal. I had a long day boo thing got ramen Mm -hmm. on deck (laughs) and i've been craving this i'm saying you are in the weeds with something yeah you are dialed in you just got in a flow state hey babe so and so on netflix you know i got the ramen ready what's going on
2: yeah you know i haven't actually been through it before really i've never i've never had that
0: so walk me through that how does that go
2: I don't know. I've never cohabitated a space with anyone else.
0: All right. They pop up.
2: I've never had a relationship like that.
0: <laughs> Hypothetically. Okay. Where okay. does that go?
2: Cool. I mean, yeah, there's sometimes where I get tunnel vision, right? But I mean, anybody that's, that's willing to pop up, do that, I'm going to take the time to set it aside because it can always be done in the morning. Mm. Like me running numbers at midnight, don't do nothing for me because the bank don't open until nine o'clock. <laughs> so it, like, it is what it is. I feel like I can make space. I know I can make space for the person that I want to spend my life with. Right. Like I'm willing to do the work and I just got to find somebody else that's
0: willing to do the work too. I, I definitely believe there's someone out there for you. Cause one, your skin is glowing. Really? They're glowing.
2: I'm hotter than a bitch. <laughs> I feel like a greasy potato. <laughs> like a Chick-fil-A fry. That
0: may be why it's glowing. It could be all these lights in here.
2: It could be. I could be lit. That,
0: that, the way that you uh, <laughs> diverted all of those compliments tells me a lot.
2: I'm sorry. Yeah, I struggle with that, right? I noticed that I struggle with um, words of affirmation. Mm. I struggle with receiving compliments. Like people tell me, they tell me all of these things, right. All the time. Like, You're doing great. I don't believe them deep down. I think that's what the problem is. I don't believe them.
0: I think we may have, I think we may have unpacked it because you made that you look like the problem is something, but you keep talking about how your business is going to be enough. But I remember when I had one camera and I thought that was enough. I remember yeah. when I had one light and I thought that was enough. Yeah. You know, and you get to these enough moments in your business, and you look over the horizon and be like, like, "Oh, well, there's a little.
2: I need to go do some more shit. Yeah, ooh, these right. niggas getting money like that. Right? No, for real. Right?
0: That's that's what it is. I was
2: thinking about this last night, and I'm like, the eight year play was executed. I am where I want it to be. Right. So now, what's next?
0: Because you say you want someone to come into your space, right? Mm-hmm. And the biggest challenge that I I'm just reading about the statistics. I don't I do social media, but I do it as a tool, right, for the podcast. I don't just be on there looking at stuff. But it seems as if at some point women do want to have children, but your baby is your real estate portfolio, your business. Oh yeah. How are you going to handle that? Yeah. If that happens. So
2: I I figured it out, right? I think I told you, like, ultimately, I got to put this on autopilot. Like, everything I'm doing is to build this real estate portfolio to a place where month over month I got rents coming in Uh and my expenses are paid. Uh And that gives me enough money. I have enough, you know, know, liquid, um, I have enough equity in my assets to live off of. To be present in my kid's life, to be present at their basketball games, taking them to school. I want nothing more to wake up, cook them breakfast, lunch and dinner and take them to school and be a soccer mom.
0: Where does that desire for family come from? Is it something that was embedded in you just growing up? Because you obviously the finances weren't there, but mom and dad and your brother were in the home.
2: Yeah, they were there. But my parents worked. Mm. Like My dad worked. My dad was blue collar. He worked a job. All the time.
0: So is there a void?
2: Yes. I want to give my kids a life that I did not have, or at, at the very least, right? I want them to have the opportunities that I did not have. Right. I want them to grow and flourish with two parents that are present. I want home movies. I want them to have, I want them to have artifacts as they grow up. That they can point back to and say, you know, like we got school pictures, right? right? right. I don't have any of that. And no knock to my parents. They did what they could. But they chose, like they had to make money Uh because (laughs) we was going to be homeless if they didn't.
0: But what if you do that? Mm. And with that feeling, right, that fullness that you think is going to happen from that doesn't take place. Yeah, I have, have you thought pivot. about that?
2: I have. Like, what if, what if I fucking hate kids? Because I do, <laughs> I do. Like, I like up until January, my birthday, right? right up until my birthday, I said I don't want no fucking kids. Like, it, it's not in the cards for me.
0: You're not the only Capricorn I know that's right on that type of time.
2: And, and now I'm switching my tone because I do ultimately want to give my legacy to someone. It doesn't necessarily have to be my children Ooh. and I could I could do foster care. There's so many opportunities to
0: Could be a fund?
2: It it could be, right? So many opportunities to to offload that legacy when it's time. It doesn't necessarily have to be children. But, what, but if it is and I'm unhappy, right? right. Like as a grown-up, I'm going to have to contend with that.
0: But you, you seem so big on legacy or or just doing things for others that i think one major piece that you often overstep and skip is yourself yeah and uh you know i'm no therapist but i think the fulfillment will be when you realize that you just being you is enough uh, and I I say this every as soon as I get emotional in the pod, especially with guys, it's even worse. Like they it. <laughs> but this is a real, but this is a real thing that I think we all suffer from. And, uh, you know, I was talking about it. But Alex Hermosi said that, like, one of the three things of the top millionaires or top entrepreneurs is the lack of feeling that you are enough. No matter what you do, no yeah. matter how much, how successful you are. That's like a driving force for you, but you also have the ability to execute at the same time. And you've been, you've had so much success in business. I, I wonder if the play for your personal life to be as successful is just another check yeah. on a list of successes for you.
2: I would say my personal life, or specifically my relationships are the one thing that like I, you know, I can't run it. Like I run everything else. Mm. It has to flow naturally. And I have to get to a place where, you know, when people are not serving me or when, when I'm not being heard, I got to let go. I got to get to a place where I find happiness by myself doing the things that I love. Um, I forgot where the fuck I was going with that.
0: What if <laughs> what if business is just something that you just love to do? It is. Will that be enough?
2: Yeah. I mean, I want to be on fucking TLC, bro. <laughs> I wanna do like there's a there's a show on TLC. Um in the and the lady that, you know, is the star of the show, I mean, she operates a real estate business
1: mm-hmm.
2: and she does what she wants to do for fun. It's creative. Right. But she makes money in it. Right. Like I genuinely want to build something like that where I'm doing what I love. I want to design a house from the ground up. Not no, you know, Ryan Holmes type stuff. Right. I just want to like, I want a nice tutor. Italian Baroque.
0: Uh,
2: (laughs) (laughs) Some Renaissance shit.
0: I would say you're doing it. I would also say that, it it's absolutely amazing to see someone who had a job right cuz we always talk about having a job somewhere along the line having a job was a bad thing like you can't start out with a job but yeah. your job led you to your passion
1: yeah right
0: seeing those homes seeing those construction sites seeing those building structures seeing that architecture and you were like i like this shit. i like this i want to do this right and you're doing it now and you're doing it on such a level that I don't even know if you really dreamed of this. I did. Really?
2: But the next level, I did not. So
0: so you got here and you were like, it could be bigger? Yes. You're going to get there and I think it's going to be even bigger.
2: It can get bigger. It does. I know. I know. Right?
0: I mean, Yes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> like I, no,
0: I, I I love yeah. it because you are really the way that you've spoken about this and how introverted you are. So I thank you for sitting down for one. But uh, the fact that you are such a to yourself person yeah. and you're teaching people how to win in a way that I don't think People ever thought of you know like that that's that's amazing to me like as a i won't even say an introvert but i'm not as much of an extrovert as i used to be right so for somebody who's watching this and wants to build wealth but doesn't necessarily want to deal with a bunch of people i think you are showing them another avenue right because really yeah. i've heard real estate talked about but not in this way
2: right i also talk about how to get into real estate when you ain't got shit. Right? Cause right. I ain't really got
0: shit. Right, but we not we're not going we're not gonna give them that okay. Yeah. We're not gonna give them I like to have I like to have recurring uh guest. So I like to give people an intro to you and I hope that they saw that you did this from zero, right? You did this from nothing, you took a step back to take ninety steps forward. And you're still just figuring it out, and you're young. How old are you?
2: Twenty-eight.
0: So you're in your twenties doing this, and it's 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 possible. Yeah. Right. That's I think that's the amazing thing, man. And we, you know, because you superseded me.
2: <laughs> I mean,
0: I I was nah nah at, was the right, yeah, at the right time, at right time. Nah, nah no, I, I feel it. Nah, i feel it. No. I, <laughs> But I love this because I I love the fact that I get the opportunity to sit down with special people who uh, some I can call friends, some I can call associates, and some I could just call niggas. No. <laughs>
2: you just gonna kill my. <laughs> Stop.
0: Stop. What, what was the word? Pineapples. <laughs> <laughs> nah, we. I think we should keep that. Yeah, <laughs> we should keep that
2: shit, niggas.
0: <laughs> what's um? I mean, you you pretty much told us what's next, but what are your next steps to mm-hmm. connecting with yourself on a regular basis?
2: Uh, I want to um, take some time off, right? Um, pour into myself. I need to go get a master's in finance in like 60 days. <laughs> but um, I need to work on professional development for the next three to six months and really just, you know, figure out what I got to do to insulate myself right now, what I'm doing right now. I, I I'm at a place where you, shit, you really got to pay for people to come in and advise you at this point. right? Like, you're not going to be able to figure everything out yourself. Um, And I think once I can automate this, now I can start to focus on what really matters, which is my mental, my emotional state, you know, traveling, doing what I want to do, living life on my own terms. Um, So, yeah, I got to automate my business before I can get there.
0: Okay, okay, so that's how you gonna connect it Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah
2: do yeah. you think that, oh, how I'm gonna connect okay
0: do yeah. you do you think that having more because I know what I need or I know what I think I need as far as uh employees, okay, for what I'm doing here, so do you think that you need more helping hands no, no.
2: I I do need an assistant because I was dropping keys off one day. And I was like, why the fuck am I doing this? Why am I going to Lowe's to get keys made to drop them off? What is happening? But
0: but <laughs> at some point to scale, right? You have <laughs> do to, need to. And uh maybe not necessarily a immediate business partner but maybe somebody you go into business with oh yeah can help you grow a lot faster yeah and get to the place that you're looking for so that that may be an option for you I'm just you know spitballing here but
2: it's definitely an option James in fact I have been working on building a coalition of friends Mm -hmm. that invest in real estate they all do different things. We mm-hmm. all have different strategies, mm-hmm. but we all are passionate about this, mm. right? And yeah, like I'm slowly but surely putting myself in position to where I don't have the cash, but somebody else might. Right. I, don't, I can't do the construction, but somebody else can. As long as I learn what I need to learn to lead these projects, right. the value I bring is the fact that I can go anywhere at the drop of a dime. I can be in these houses. Right. Evaluating these deals. Right. Right. Everything else, it starts to fall into place.
0: So maybe the learning is definitely going to be there, but yeah. the SMEs are needed. Oh, right? yeah. Because you, you were saying, I wish somebody would come in, but I think you need more brains. We all do. Yeah. Right. But And the only reason I say that is because, like you said, you can go anywhere. You can evaluate these deals at the drop of a hat, right? Maybe you don't need to learn all of these other things. You just need more brains, potentially. No,
2: I feel you. I think, like, I have done that. Like, because I understand that, right? right? Scaling a business, you got to be willing to pay the money to bring in people that know more than you. Right. And at every turn I'm doing that, I have a property manager. Like, okay, I'm able to scale this, right? Okay. Um, getting a CPA, a bookkeeper, right? Right. A tax lawyer, business lawyer, right? Um, mentors that do different things. I have those things and I know that I have all the tools that I need to be successful. But what I got to do now is take a step back, work on my finances, learn some more shit. So when I get into these rooms, I can start talking that language. Huh. Right.
0: You ever get in these, <laughs> I know we're, well, we, we can go, but you, you ever get in these rooms and you find out that these people don't know half the shit that you think they know? Yes. So yeah. that is a question uh, that that's why I keep asking you this question, because I feel that, you know, everything about scaling, but you're like, I need to learn more. And I feel that you've learned so much through experience and the mentors. Maybe you need a more expensive, mentor that can tell you whatever you're about to go and exactly get the 60 day masters for you know what i'm saying
2: i i agree i'm at a place where yes i need to learn more i need to work with people who are doing this Mm -hmm. and can tell me their failures and their successes um and i don't have that like i like i am that person so i try to be that person um and i think you see it right right like but, yes, I do need to start tapping into people that are successful at what I'm already trying to do, so i I guess taking time away to start networking and doing that, yeah, um
0: is what I need to do. I think you know what you need to do. I was just making some suggestions, <laughs> <laughs> but you know like you yeah, you yeah, you've yeah. done you've done uh you're not afraid to call people, you've knocked on doors before, so you don't have any objections about cold calling or, or anything like that so you know I know there's a lot of social media gurus on there but there are people who okay. have done it and maybe you can use that vehicle
2: can we talk about this because I actually signed it I signed up for a program okay because I was listening to an on you know IG guru and everything he said was making sense right and and I was like okay, like this is what I want to know. I paid that and I did the work. Right. Right. And it's helping me. Right. Um, I think people will pay for those programs before they actually need to be paying for this program. Like they're not ready. Right. Right. Now that I'm in a position where I'm actively doing it, me paying for that program makes sense. Right. Like it has helped me scale faster Mm. over the last two months. Just having, the advisor that that program gave me in the step-by-step process to follow it. It was worth every penny I spent. Um, but you know, people bad mouth people that sell online programs.
0: Well, <laughs> some of them are, some of them. Yeah. Yeah. Some of but like you said, you, you were listening to, there were certain cues that you said, you know what? Let me,
2: yeah, let me tap let in. Me go ahead
0: and because I had already yeah, knew yeah, that credit card number.
2: Right. 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 Uh, uh, right january 2nd right right i said we're gonna sign up
0: right but i i mean uh i'm not even talking about just obviously the program is an easy way to one talk to that person right because you already have given them something for them to reciprocate i couldn't talk to him i know but what i'm saying is is (laughs) still reach out because you you've you've done something right so there's a there's an opportunity there for them to reciprocate it may not be that person. I don't know, but you know, if I ever see you on earn your leisure, I know that you was you was working hard. You know what I mean?
2: I tell you to go and raid to these people. These people be charging forty bands to to have mentees. Mm. You gotta pay me forty thousand dollars to be a part of my to be a mentor to be a mentee. I mean, my tax lawyer charged me four hundred dollars an hour. It's it's amazing when you start Lord, to specialize sure, yeah. Yeah. In, in certain fields and you become good at what you do, the price go up. So
0: so when people are, when you was about to give that game that I said, yeah, we're not going to do that.
2: The price got go <laughs> to go yeah, up.
0: Yeah. That's a Patreon or yeah. that's an episode where we get to dish out some dividends for that. That's okay. not a, and it's not that we don't want to share the information with people, but you know, if they want to reach out to you, where can they reach you?
2: Well, I'm working on getting a professional Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> but uh y'all can follow me on uh brandy.
0: Well, do you have an email address? Maybe.
2: Contact at bluepratt.com. Boom. Contact at blue hyphen pratt
0: dot com. I appreciate you coming on the show. <laughs> Uh, Anything you want to promote?
2: Nah, man. He's shit these days. But, you know, after this, like, hey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yesterday's price is not today's price.
0: <laughs> I thank you for coming on and giving us the game of just inspiration and motivation and showing that it can be done. Uh, I know you. So those are the receipts. You guys don't need to see accounts and all of that. This is all fact. We don't. We we try as much as possible to vet everyone that comes on the show so that they're not Captain. coming on here. And spe- <laughs> you were gonna say with lies? But uh, you know, if you are someone who doesn't like people, <laughs> doesn't really want to get out there, but you know you want to make some money. I mean, this introvert is wealthy and on the way to more wealth. Holla at me. <laughs> Keep it uplifting.
2: <laughs> Check me out right here, yo. Yo, the sun don't shine forever, but as long as little it's little here, then we might as well shine together. Better hands. now than never, business before pleasure. Pete Diddy man. and the fam, who you know do it better? Yeah, right, no matter what, we air tight. Yeah. So when you hear something, make sure you hear it right. Don't make an yeah. ass
1: out of yourself not by assuming our music keeps you, keeps you moving. What are you
0: I sure want to thank you guys for listening. Please be sure you know to check out the site, keepituplifted.com, know to stay in touch with. All of us at, here at the podcast, we would love to hear from you, especially myself, the main host. But we would love to hear from you any topics you would love to talk about. And we just dropped the Discipline shirts and hoodies on the store. Uh, you can also reach that from keepituplisten.com. The link to that will be in the listen notes as well. Uh, and just want to say we appreciate everybody who. Listens to the podcast. Thank you so much. And always, and always, keep it uplifting.